Welcome to the St. James Sermon Podcast. This podcast is recorded and produced by St. James Episcopal Church, located in the Lake Highlands neighborhood of Dallas, Texas. For more information, head to stjamesdallas.org. On this day the Lord has acted, we will rejoice and be glad in it. I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning, my friends. Oh my goodness, it is so good to see everybody. Let's do this again next week. Oh, I'm serious. Okay. I love tradition. I love Easter traditions. The dresses, the, the guys are all decked out in their suits. Some are wearing seersucker. You have my heart. Bow ties, also my heart. I love it. The Easter egg hunt, fastest event known to humankind. Love that. The cookies, the celebration, the, the torches, the, the festal uh, dress. I just love tradition. It is great. And you know, we have personal traditions and family traditions. I remember sitting at a table with my grandfather, and he would have one more biscuit and gravy, and he would tell the most glorious stories. They might be about um, they might be about his time in the service. It may be about his time out uh, with the cows. It may be uh, time at the sawmill. But whatever it was, all of the kids, grandkids, were just riveted to his every word. I love that tradition of him telling us those stories. And you may have story, you may have uh, traditions as well as, as your family. One such tradition might be going after the service to go eat lunch together if you've made reservations. We have family traditions, and we have national traditions. Our national tradition might be, a newer one would be 9-11, observance of 9-11. And then we have traditions that are worldwide, and then we have traditions in the church that even transcend worldwide and go to creation. This is one such story. This is one such tradition. We come together today to remember what happened, but to celebrate why it happened. And I want to bring a little bit of that forward today for us and talk about traditions in our own household. So first what I want you to do is I want you to open up your, your bulletin and I want you to turn to the very first page and the very first words that I said to you were, Hallelujah. go ahead, Hallelujah. to which you said, Very good. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. So if, you're, if you like to mark up your bulletin, take your pen out and circle is. Not past tense, not has, not was, but is. Present, present tense. It affects us. The story affects us. It's part of who we are. It's part of why we come here. It's part of, the, of our tradition. Not just Christianity, but also Judaism. It's part of a tradition. You know that while we're celebrating Easter, they're celebrating Passover, right? And so if we go to this John passage that we read today, if you turn to John, you're going to see in here some strings that are going to start tying back to Genesis and tying forward to us, pulling us all together. So turn to, uh, turn to the gospel lesson. And if you have your pens and you want to make notes, underline first day of the week. What? We know that it's the third day, right? 
This is the day Christ is risen, but yet John tells us it's the first day of the week, and that draws us back to Genesis. If you remember John, how John starts in the beginning, in the beginning. How does Genesis start? In the beginning. So you see John is pulling us back to, to Genesis. He wants us to tie this, this story that's happening at this time, he's wanting to tie it to, uh, to Genesis. All right? John is all about believing. If you believe, you're on the inside. If you don't believe, you're on the outside. So let's keep going. While it was still dark, you want to circle still dark, all right? What happened at the, at the first creation? The earth was void, didn't have anything on it. There was no light, no nothing. It was dark. It was still dark. So he's drawing us there. Mary Magdalene came to the, came to the tomb. But where is that tomb? It's in a garden. Are you starting to pull this together? There's a woman in a garden. Okay. Y'all got it. Good. The gospeler wants to draw us into this story in two directions. He wants to draw us into the story from, from our relationship with Jesus Christ, but he also wants to draw us from our history from what binds us together. Our binding together doesn't start with the birth of Jesus. Our binding together starts when God took dirt and made it into its own image. Dirt into its own image. Our story ties all the way back to Genesis. That is thousands and thousands and thousands thousands of years and thousands and thousands and thousands of years and we're tied to this story folks if you think that this easter is just about you your family and so forth and so on i don't want to burst that bubble for you it's a good thought but the truth is the story is old and the story doesn't end. It never has end. That's the reason we say Christ is risen. It's an active, ever-present now. We continue this story by being here today. You continue the story. You continue the story of Christianity. You continue the tradition of Christianity. The old Adam died. The new Adam walked out of a grave. There was death with Adam through the, through the eating of the, of the fruit of good and evil. There is life through Jesus Christ because he defeated that evil. The reason the people of that day didn't get it is because they thought that Jesus was there to put things straight in their generation. Jesus was there to put things straight in every generation. He defeated the worst enemy of all, the enemy that we can't see, the enemy that's always at work right behind the curtain, the enemy that draws you away from this place, the enemy that tells you, ah, did that really happen? The enemy that's always giving you a little bit of doubt. Let me tell you, Satan has no power over you, none that you don't give him. God has all the power. 
He has won the victory. He is risen today. Not 2,000 years ago. He is risen today. How do I know that? Because you're here. And you proclaim that he is risen. We, as the tradition of Christians, proclaim it every year as a renewal for our minds that this continues through us. Okay, here's my challenge to you. For some of you, this is not going to be a surprise. This word needs to be carried forward. It's only carried forward by one way. I, as a priest, you would think, would be the one to carry it forward. I'm not. I'm here to poke you with a stick so you will carry the message forward, so you will talk to your family members, so you will talk to your coworkers, so you will tell them. So you will tell them that Christ didn't die and raise 2,000 years ago. Christ died 2,000 years ago, but he raised the moment that my hand or my head hit the water. And death no longer had dominion over me. Why are you here today? You're here today to help me celebrate the remembrance of something that happened 2,000 years ago that's as relevant today as it was back then. And your job Deacon Phil will say it as he's going down here. Your job is to take that message out to the people outside these walls and to proclaim it again. Now, here's my pledge to you. If you will come back next week, I will remind you to do this. Oh, I won't because I'm not preaching. Deacon Phil will remind you to do it. But every time I stand in front of you, I will remind you of what we're supposed to do as Christians. Number one, you're supposed to love your neighbor. What did Jesus tell his disciples in that, in that upper room as he was washing their feet? Love each other as I have loved you. That's how they'll know you're my disciple. Not, not by the fact that you're wearing a cross or some fancy ring or some stole. No, it's because of love that they'll know who we are. And then we need to take that love out into a broken and hurting world. And if you don't think the world is broken and hurting, by George, just turn on your TV about 6 o'clock tonight. You can see all the brokenness and the hurt everywhere, and all they need, all they need is Jesus Christ. Now, they could use food and clothes also, but that comes through our tenant to love our neighbors. You see what I'm saying? You see where we're going with this? It's a pretty simple message, especially for Easter, we carry a tradition forward that was handed to us by our forefathers, that was handed to them by their forefathers, and you will hand it on, God willing, you will hand it on to your folks as tradition. I don't care if I see you once a year, twice a year, or every Sunday. The message will not change out of my lips. We need to proclaim Christ crucified, Christ risen, Christ ascended, Christ alive and well, and Christ loves you and gives you life. Please, please, take that out into the world. Amen. Thank you for joining the sermon podcast of St. James Episcopal Church, located in the Lake Highlands neighborhood of Dallas, Texas. For information about our church and how to get involved, visit stjamesdallas.org.